Hi, welcome to another episode of Suits and Sandals. This is Moses Chavi, your host. Today we are discussing the real meaning of servant leadership or how can you be a servant leader. So there are a few things uh, that we can talk about. This subject is um, spoken about quite often in the spaces, especially of political leadership, where we find again and again uh, lots of failures when it comes to good leadership or good stewardship. So according to you or according to me, according to us together, what can we define as servant leadership? What causes us to call someone a servant leader? So I believe there are a few things that we can share and the list is endless to be honest because everyone would have their own opinion, everyone would have their own definitions but for the purpose of this episode I came up with a few uh, points that we can consider and something that can help us actually to say someone is a servant leader. Number one, know that you are only human. It's very important to know that you are only human, you are not a god. You are not defined by the position or your title. The title denotes responsibility. So when you are called the president of a nation, you are a president because there is a position called the presidency. So people have entrusted you with that position. And according to the laws of the land, the constitution, you are called the president. And that's who you are. And there's a reason why you are that. So it's it's very important not to end up creating your own sort of kingdom within that presidency so if you are a ceo chief executive officer no need again to create your own kingdom where you become an emperor and you create strange rules uh, above and beyond your responsibility uh, you could be a supervisor you could just be a department manager or a departmental head Again, no need to create a, 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 an, an, a kingdom within that space. So obviously, maybe spiritually, we can say you are bringing a kingdom within that small space. But you need to realize that you're only human. So anyone can take that position. Anyone can have the same title that you're having. So you as a person or as a personality... You are not defined by the title of your job. So the job just comes in to fulfill some authority requirements so that when you are undertaking your task of leadership, uh, the, the title grants you the authority and the influence within that space for you to do your job very well. But remember, you are only human just leading other humans. So the title denotes responsibility. That's very important. Number two, always remember that there is always someone or people who have entrusted you with the position for a set purpose and for a set time as well. So if you're a CEO, probably you were appointed by uh, a board of directors or depending on the structure and the authority of your entity, you, you could be working in a parastatal where maybe appointments are made by the president and they go to the uh, parliamentary appointments committee or public appointments committee and they are the ones who certify your job so there's always someone who has entrusted you with a position 
Uh, most of the political positions are entrusted to you by the citizens. So we go to vote and we vote for members of parliament, we vote for the president and depending on where probably uh, some people are coming from or the party that is um, uh, that is actually leading or it, it, it actually won the presidential vote then ministers meaning that leaders of ministries are appointed through uh, that that uh, political party so above that political party you still have the president then you have people who are actually supporting that party who have entrusted you, entrusted you with that position. So always remember that there is always someone. So when you're in that position, you need to ask yourself that why did people entrust you with that position? Why did the board of directors entrust you with that position? So you need to understand that there's a reason why you're there and you need to look at your JD, the job description. Uh, no matter how high you are, your position would be carrying a job description. What are you supposed to fulfill in that role? What are the fiduciary duties, the responsibilities that you are holding towards the people who appointed you? If you lose that, then you lose the entire purpose of that position and your appointment. So you cease in that moment to be a servant leader because you cannot serve without understanding why you're there and who got you there. So very important, always remember that there's always someone or people who have entrusted you with the position. Number three, always talk we or us. Focus on the collective. Know that you're not on top to handle everything alone or to labor, uh, uh, to labor upon uh, people or to load it over others. You need to be open to advice and uh, make sure that you surround yourself with the right and trustworthy people trustworthy people so for you to be able to say we for example as malawians i love i love the example of malawians because i'm a malawian in every part of me my whole dna talks malawian so you need to say we malawians or we came up with one two three or us as a people even in a company, you talk about us as ABCD company. So it's no longer only about you. Yes, you are the leader, but you are in front of lots of other people who are making things possible. Like without them, there's no you. So you always talk we as a people. Make sure that you are humble enough to realize that you cannot lead everything you cannot do everything alone you need the people so uh, appoint people who can do the job and surround yourself with trustworthy people so that you don't lose that understanding of why you're there who you're serving and where you're coming from all right number four focus on the objectives of the responsibility don't waste time on small things so it's quite unfortunate when other people get to the top and the position that they most uh, looked forward to getting, they tend to forget where they're coming from, they tend to forget why they're there, and they end up wasting time on semantics and politics. So yes, apart from the political space at national level, there's also corporate politics, for example. So you are appointed as a head of a department Instead of you focusing on the job and making sure that you understand that you have a talented team and everyone else can actually contribute to the success of your department, 
you start uh, entangling yourself with so much politics with the department and you start choosing who is better who's closer to you who loves you who speaks well about you who can give you some sort of gossip against other people those are minors those are minors leaders are not supposed to get involved in those minor things especially servant leaders you're supposed to make sure that you focus on the core objectives one of your role two the department or the entity the company or the nation which is which could be a strategic vision so you need to focus on major things do not major in minor things don't waste your time on small things be a leader lead people lead people it's very important number five inspire people through an audacious vision and lead by example the bible says where there's no vision people perish or the people cast off restraint there is no defined path that keeps people focused on attaining and achieving a future goal so there's no direction at all there's no clarity of why you're there so it becomes a very dangerous path to take because there is no vision so even if you take vision uh, meaning sight so there's no sight of a goal there's no sight of a future there's no sight of purpose there's no sight of direction no sight of a path like why are we here so it's very important to inspire the people through an audacious vision i deliberately call it audacious because if you're only talking about basic stuff things that are very obvious to a turn you don't inspire uh, effort you don't inspire creativity or innovation you don't inspire life you need to create an audacious vision that when people look at it they should be excited beyond themselves because within each one of us there's a seed of greatness but we do forget that we are great in the very dna god has created us because sometimes we get so much messed up with very small things so create audacious goals uh, and inspire people towards an audacious vision and lead by example so you can speak and talk big but if people cannot see you acting big and living big and uh, putting in the time for what you are, you, you are you are inspiring them to do people would easily lose steam so lead by example number six and the last one for the day be a person of integrity be a person of integrity so integrity in its own form just means do what you say do what you say and it's very important that integrity would actually canvas around the entire spectrum of our personality our character what we do and what people see us do so avoid being corrupt there is honestly a waste of time waste of resources and waste of talent for leaders who are just corrupt honestly you're at the helm of everything you are at the pinnacle of glory why do you waste your time being involved in corrupt practices so avoid corruption and fight it and i mean in the very sense of it as fraud bribery corruption the term the very dna of corruption don't be corrupt don't be corrupt and so when we talk about integrity we're saying yes do what you say walk the talk but make sure that you are clean you should be a clean leader do not be corrupt to be a servant leader it means you inspire people by the way you lead your life so people should not be able to trace anything corrupt to your name or to your family to your kids to your cousins to your siblings to your parents 
you should be clean walk clean and inspire even your very family to walk clean don't adopt an appeasement or nepotistic uh, nepotistic uh, tendency or policy make sure that you don't favor people just because um, they they love you uh, they're coming from your place so nepotism is all about just uh, bringing people in the positions of influence because they are coming from your homeland for example because they're coming from your district so as a servant leader you realize that all the people who are under you uh, basically uh, looking forward or they're looking up to you to lead them to inspire them to to teach them to train them to coach them and to develop them without without actually any form of um, of segregation based on where they're coming from or based on their agenda so make sure that you don't have these uh, appeasement tendencies of just appointing people who don't even know what they're doing just because uh, they they say good things about you or you come from the same place so understand that once you get on that pinnacle of authority you hold pretty much god entrusts you with the future of these people god starts to entrust you with the destiny of most of these people you're leading why because by looking up to you by hearing what you're saying you start to bring in the narrative of who they are so if you are so much focused only on a particular section of people what what you end up doing is damaging the prospects the desires the vision the aspirations of the rest of the people so you may be the one to block their destiny do you know how grave that is so open up opportunities for everybody that's also a form of integrity so you need to love people and the nation or the company the team the community whatever it is for you you're leading you need to love people love covers a multitude of sins and love is the only thing basically that will be the last thing to be because god himself is love so love people you can never be a good leader especially a servant leader if you don't love people because you need to make sure that you are a person who's open to understand the needs of the people to listen to the people and not just of course to go and fall at their level because there are some people who basically would bring you down to their level and you fail to lead them you just become a part of them and all of you don't have a vision at all i'm not talking about that i'm i'm talking about having an open ear because you need to understand the concerns the expectations the aspirations of the people that you're leading so love people get on the ground don't go ahead of your people I mean ahead as in sometimes as a leader you just cruise through. You don't even want to look into the face of the people you're leading. You don't even need you don't even want to open your ears to what the people are, say, are saying. So you need to understand you're leading people and people have a heart. People have emotions. People have expectations and aspirations. People have thoughts. People have their own creativity. People are innovative. People have dreams. People have their own personal visions. People have probably families. You need to understand who are the people you're leading. So love people. That's the only way to become a, a good servant leader. Love people. So we've discussed these six points. I believe they are all powerful points. Number one, you need to know that you're only human don't create a strange or a fanatical kingdom within the space of a responsibility people have given you the title is just responsibility work you need to work always remember that there's always someone or people who have entrusted you with that position be humble 
always talk we or us don't create that analogy that i am the one i am the one on the pinnacle i am you know the best in whatever because i'm a leader nope make sure that you realize that it's a collective uh, number four focus on the objectives of the responsibility don't waste time on small things number five inspire people through an audacious vision and lead by example and the last one be a person of integrity very important i believe you've benefited to uh you've benefited from our talk today just as i just as i i have um we 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 could have had more time to talk about how to be a servant leader but i think these six points help us to create um lots of discussion points where we can actually spend the whole day talking about how we can refine this how we can apply it to our own lives because that's what's more important we can talk about these topics and people always do but how many people start to apply such lessons if we apply it even in our small space even if you don't get recognized in that small space there will always be someone who will see you as a servant leader and you are going to be identified for a bigger and better space somewhere someday elsewhere so keep at it um keep trusting god for mighty doors mighty breakthroughs and make sure that in whatever you do serve people wishing you all the best have a great day ahead all the best